it's Groundhog Day, which means a few things. It means we're going to do the same thing over and over again, much like the movie. And that thing is, watch Wall Street take out Main Street. Watch the little guy lose to the big guy financially. If you didn't think this was going to happen, I have some beachfront property in West Virginia to sell you. Now, I'm not on the side of the Wall Street people. I'm just saying this was inevitable. I had GME stock. I still have AMC stock. I have a little bit of Nokia stock. I did it for, for the principle. I did it for the same reason you did. I, I wasn't in it to get rich quick. I was in it to make a point, and I think the point was made. We took out a hedge fund. We, we hurt a few people. We hit them where it hurt, right in the wallets, and that's well and good. But let's look at the grand scheme of it. We had two little stocks that we were going after and Dogecoin, which I couldn't even buy in West Virginia. It's absolutely insane. I downloaded five different apps and I probably killed my computer in the process trying to download a meme currency. I'm an idiot. I'm a literal clown. All right. But look at the stock as a whole. Look at the stock market as a whole. I'm not going to act like I'm a, a genius here because, I'm, I'm a, again, I'm a clown. But we had two, three stocks that we were pumping the numbers up on. It was great. It was the summer of love. We were having a great time. We thought we were finally going to kick Wall Street in the teeth. It was great. Where were you during the, the week of GME? It was like Linsanity. It lasted about the same length. GME stock and Linsanity. It was great. I had some stock and I sold it last Thursday. You can call me paper hands all you want, but I made money off of it and I put it into a long-term stock. That's just what I do. Okay, we had two or three stocks. Wall Street has them all. Wall Street has the computers synced up to get the numbers right to get it before anybody knows about it. They're doing the backdoor deals, $100 handshakes. It's a rigged game. It, wa it did make me mad, though, when Wall Street's talking about how the people were manipulating the market. And like I'm like, you guys do that every day of your lives like what do you mean when the people decide to rise up and they say hey we want to make money in this way it's an issue that's not right that doesn't make any sense that's pretty soft if you ask me and maybe i just have a broke boy mindset but i feel like they do the same thing i feel like that's a pretty soft way to look at things if you're wall street but it was all like it was all i don't want to say a scam because some people did make money and, and who knows, maybe tomorrow the stock goes way up because like McConaughey said in the movie that all these uh, frat boys like, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, nobody knows if the stock's going to go up or down and do this or that. You know what I mean? So they can speculate, but they don't know. It's like gambling. And I would know I was an addict. <laughs> and then I'm, and I'm talking to people about the stock and they're like, yeah, it kind of is like gambling. And I'm like, this is not what I wanted to hear. Um... I'm happy for the people that made a lot of money. I heard a story in the news where some little boy got a Kwanzaa gift a few years ago, $60 worth of GameStop stock, and he sold it for 3000 last week. I thought that was fantastic. I love those stories. Some 10-year-old just got $3,000 richer. I think that's great. Um, I, I made some money, but not nearly as much as that. And again, I put it into a long-term stock. I hope you did the same. I had a friend of mine just text me and said he bought the dip. He quadrupled down on the bet. Good for him. I hope it works out for him. I'm just saying... It was all we've all been fed this grand story that this is where we make our stand. And I'm not saying to lay down your arms. I'm just saying, like, maybe come at it in a different way. Trying to take down the whole market by just using one stock. It's just not going to happen. You're trying to add, like it's 
again, Wall Street has the entire board and we have one piece. So think about like we're playing Monopoly. Like these hedge funds and a few people, like you took them out, you won a couple battles. Wall Street is winning the war. That we're playing Monopoly and we're having fun because we own all the green properties and we got a couple houses down and we passed go and we collected $200 and it's great. Meanwhile, Wall Street has the railroads, they have the utilities, and they got the big blue properties. All right? <laughs> I mean, this game is over. <laughs> it was fun to make them feel it and kick them in the teeth once. That's all it was. I respect the Wall Street bets people, um, but folks from an outside bird's eye view perspective, uh, they're wrong more times than they are right. And I don't like to be below 500. You don't go... Uh, you don't make money by going broke. Uh, that was an inverse me voice saying you don't go broke by making a profit. And I messed it up. They're just like Reddit slash sportsbook or r slash sportsbook, whatever it's called. All those guys are gamblers and they're wrong more than they're right. I would know. I, I hawked it a couple times and looked at it. I mean, they were wildly wrong. Just like everybody on the internet is wildly wrong. This was fun. Again, it was like Lynn Sanity, the summer of love. It was all this and that hot, hot girl summer. You know, it was a fleeting moment. Supernova, burn bright, die young. It does bother me that you got Portnoy out here. And you got to respect the genius that is Portnoy. He built that big industry, the Barcelona Sports. But when the guys, you know, making these hype videos every day about how this is how we punch them in the mouth. This is how we do this and that. This is where we make our stand. Hold the line. Mel Gibson Braveheart style. And he's tweeting out today that he sold. And he, yeah, he lost seventy grand, and that's what he would hold over everyone's head. Because I, I've watched, I've watched a lot of barstool content. My dad, I know exactly the route that he would take. He, he would say, "Yeah, well, I lost seventy grand, and I didn't lose it, and I didn't lose anything, but somebody could lose twenty five dollars and be like, Dave, you told us to hold." And he goes, "Well, I lost seventy grand, and you lost twenty five dollars. We're not even in the same league." That's what he would do. You know, so I just choose to avoid that issue altogether. But it is sad that that Portnoy is out here telling people to hold, hold, hold. And then he's the first and then you see him in the lifeboat rowing to shore and he didn't take any women or children with him. He said, no, 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 uh, I'm getting out of here. I'm taking my loss of all I can. My legs cut open, but I'm alive. That's what it is. And yesterday, um, another uh, I guess you could call him smart business mind, Jordan Belfort, who all the guys uh, that I knew of that like to do a little cocaine in college and do what you want. I'm just saying uh, they had, you know, Jordan Belfort posters up on their wall and they loved that movie. And I never really got into that movie. And thank God I did not It's just a glorification of a criminal lifestyle. And I just choose not to do things like that. And it's really cool if you're into that, you know, scamming everybody out of their money and you and your homies get rich and you do all these drugs and you're with these these gorgeous women for, for a very brief moment in time. Again, it's a supernova type stuff. And that's great. If, that, if you want that to be your life, that's great. So I just choose not to do that. And Jordan Belfort comes out yesterday and I saw this on his Instagram. I don't follow him. It somehow showed up on my my timeline or something, one one thing or another. And he's telling people, like, he's doing his classic hype speech, you know, and chest bump, and he's screaming. He's like, well, I'm not leaving. This is where we hold. This is where we make our stand against Wall Street. And I'm just thinking, dude, I mean, <laughs> you know this game better than anyone. I mean, 
the pump and dump stock, that was your thing, guy. And so you would know what that would look like. Obviously, you're like, hey, this is a moment we could pump it and dump it. What's he really doing? I mean, what are his numbers really looking like? If 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 he's really pumping it and dumping it, then I I mean, I mean, blatantly he is. I mean, come on, that's what that's what he does. Not saying he's a bad guy that stole a bunch of money from from people or whatever. I'm just saying he's a con man. And people get very upset when they get burnt by con men because it makes them feel inferior and it makes them feel stupid. Uh, there's a few con men that have been walking around on our, uh, you know, in our screens. They've been on our cell phones. They've been this and that, and we know who they are. And they're these classic con men. If they weren't in whatever positions that they are, they'd be hawking jewelry, jewelry on a street corner. And I'm not going to name any names, but I think you can tell who they are. And I choose to not believe that stuff because I like to go form my own thoughts and opinions on things uh, as opposed to buying into hype and and feeling like I'm, you know, a part of some grand regime. That's just not what I do. So, yeah, Wall Street versus Main Street. Tale as old as time. I had a fun time watching Big Short last week and thinking I was Michael Burry thinking I was in on something, and it was cool. It made me feel like I was a really smart guy. It made me feel like I was a part of something bigger, uh, but really, I mean, you got to get out while you can. Just do it, and I'm not going to say I'm not going to not hang on to my AMC stock. I'm obviously going to hang on to it just in case the same thing happens again, and you know what? Call me paper hands, but I'm going to take a profit. I, I no, Dude, I don't care. I don't care, all right? I don't care. I just... <laughs> like if I get the chance to make money on it, I'm going to make money on it. Sorry. Call me soft. Call me scared. All you want. All right. I think I made a point. I think I made a point by just having the stock to begin with. It's Groundhog Day, man. We're going to do the same thing that we've been doing over and over and over again. Time is a flat circle. Everything you do will be done again. L- listen to this. Listen, to, it did bother me. Another thing that bothered me, and I had it here. I had the clip here. I should have played it earlier. Um, you got Wall Street guys. I really did not like the way Wall Street responded by saying you had billionaires crying, saying it was going to hurt a lot of people. People are going to lose a lot of money. Dude, shut up. Shut up, bro. Have you ever seen a food stamp in your life? I've seen one. Have you ever tasted government cheese? It tastes like you think it would. Okay. So shut up. Here, check this out. Learning here, maybe it's fun, fine, maybe it's a movement, but be prepared to lose 80 to 90% of it. And if it's still worth it, then have at it. But the biggest loss of capital here will be the human capital of young men who are sitting and staring at their phone and watching the price of Bitcoin or the price of AMC. And ask yourself, would you be better off taking that one, two, or three hours a day and working out, trying to form relationships with mentors? With, with, with romantic relationships, with people at work, g- getting great at something so you can be the person on the other side of the trade. The greatest loss in, in capital here is, is from young men who are more prone to gambling addiction, who don't understand uh, the markets. I think we are setting ourselves up similar to how there's a ton of young women out there who became very depressed by sitting in their rooms looking at Instagram self-cutting and self-harm skyrocket. I think you are going to see uh, uh, an explosion in young 
male depression. And I think a lot of it is going to be reverse engineered to apps that convince you you're part of a movement or physically addict you to your phone. Ask yourself, would your time staring at Robin Hood be, be better spent somewhere else? That is the real capital destruction that is taking place here. And shut up. What do you mean? You were telling everyone how millennials spend way too much of their money on avocados and bread, which is nutrients that you need to survive. And you said, maybe don't buy that and maybe invest your money instead. And now... When the people, a lot of them young on the internet, are bored in a pandemic and we've got no money, decide to rise up collectively and say, let's stick it to Wall Street one time and let's take their advice against them and not buy avocados this week so we can invest money in a dead video game store. And now you're crying foul. I did not like how Wall Street responded. I, I can somehow, I mean, everybody hates a man in the middle. I made money off of it. I hated how Wall Street responded. It felt good to be a part of a team, but you got to get out where you can make money and invest it. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm a crazy person by saying these things that I'm not all on one side or the other. And I'm sorry that I can't be all in on, on taking the man down on this one, but it just seems like a unfair game. No matter what, Wall Street will come out on top in this scenario. That was such a dumb argument by that guy. Young boys who are prone to gambling addiction are going to start being uh, active in the stock market. What are you afraid of? If the, Okay, I, I will speak as somebody who used to be a big-time gambler. What are you afraid of? A bad gambler will lose so much money. So if you think these kids are going to lose a lot of money in the stock market, wouldn't that make you happy? Wouldn't you like that? If, if kids were putting money on dumb stocks... Or maybe you're actually afraid that once the people get together and realize that they can manipulate the market as well, uh, they won't have the same advantage. I don't know. It's a really confusing thing. And I'm still trying to figure it out as I go. Like I said, I don't have all the answers. I'm kind of in the middle on this one. I side with the people, but I just feel like it was, it was an unfair game no matter what. I don't know, man. Just <laughs> take care of your money. That's all I got to say. Take care of your bread and your paper. Uh, a couple thoughts about Groundhog Day real quick, and then, no, wait, I gotta talk about another video game, and then I will, um, get into the Groundhog Day thing. Alright, and remember, this is episode 88, uh, I just want to start to get right into it. So follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Frankoswood underscore, the show's growing. This is where I'd put ads, if I wanted to put ads, but I haven't reached out to anyone, because I do this show out of the kindness of my heart. I got a big heart. <laughs> um, okay, so EA Sports, bad company, bad. Bad, 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 bad company. Uh, not like the song, Bad Company. They uh, announced today they're going to come out with a college football game, and I think that's fantastic. You're going to make a billion dollars on your video game. Great. I think that's a genius move. It's called college football, not NCAA football, which leads me to believe I think they will have most teams. I don't know if they will have all teams. I think there will be a full uh, editing suite where people can edit the schools maybe. You're obviously going to have a scenario where people can download the rosters that they choose to because you're not going to have, um, I don't know who is a top college football player is this year. Say West Virginia, you're not going to have D Jarrett Dagey behind under center, as they shouldn't. I mean, the kids uh, are going to get screwed and not going to see a dime out of this, so don't throw them in there. Uh, and if I mean, like, if you are not going to pay them, at least give them the satisfaction of n also not having their face be uh, taken advantage of likeness-wise on the game. You know what I mean? 
Like, don't make it anything close to them. If you, if you got a if you got a six foot two uh, a white guy from Texas on on as your quarterback, make it like a five foot eleven black black quarterback from Alabama. Make that be your starting quarterback. You know what I mean? Just make it totally opposite. Don't even make it be close. If one guy wears twelve, make one guy wear thirteen. Well, I guess that's too close. Make one guy wear two. All right. So the video game, and it, it scares me as a guy who knows EA Sports and knows that they love Ultimate Team and that they love making you know profits as opposed to making the gameplay good because Madden Football, the franchise, is so bad. It is ungodly and unplayable, and I choose not to play it out of protest. This is where the people need to rise up. They, the, the, the lack of attention that franchise mode has gotten, and as a kid that grew up without internet, franchise mode was life. And so I learned to love that mode, and I never really played online with people. I thought Ultimate Team was dumb. And then when I found out Ultimate Team was a really another um, like gambling thing for kids that was legalized, I was like, okay, I'm definitely out on that. NBA 2K does the same thing. FIFA is really bad at it. Uh, MLB, the MLB video game, not made by EA Sports, I think does a really good job of listening to what the fans want. And I'm happy that it's finally coming over to Xbox. I feel like I'm talking about video games a lot with the GameStop stock. But I got to talk about the college football game. So for the past seven years, I've been downloading these rosters. Um, there's a whole modding team where people are making the game with new jerseys and stadiums and stuff like that. I don't have the access to play that way, but it's cool that people can do that. Um, I've been, I feel like I've given my computer and my Xbox and my phone like all the viruses in the world because I'm tracking these <laughs> these rosters to get the like, semi-updated game uh, from 2013. That's crazy. It's the last time we had college football games, 2013. And it still holds up. Like, the mechanics of the game are still really good. I'm just really afraid that EA will put all their focus on Ultimate Team and not Dynasty Mode, where it needs to be on a college football game. Not even a pro, on a college game. It needs to be on a Dynasty. So make the coaching carousel thing, let you be able to hire and fire your coaches and stuff like that. Maybe have contracts be a thing. I don't know if you can bring back recruiting sanctions, but those were fun in the older games. I don't want to give you a whole wish list here, but I just really don't want EA. They have a golden goose. They have an opportunity to get back in everyone's good graces, and the game won't come out for two years probably. Don't do anything stupid. You're going to make your money no matter what on people buying this game. Listen, listen good to me, EA. People will buy this game. It's been an eternity since we've had a college football game. People will buy this game. Don't use this as another opportunity to introduce something dumb no one wants, like we're playing seven-on-seven in a beach somewhere, or you're introducing SpongeBob or the Migos as playable characters. Don't do that. Don't whore it out and and make it all about Ultimate Team, where you too can use Deion Sanders as wide receiver and a cornerback from his Florida State days. Don't do that. Listen to me and listen good. Focus on your dynasty and your road to glory where you play a few high school games, you go to college, maybe give them the opportunity to transfer. A transfer portal, since that's massive in college football, would be an excellent idea. Listen to me, okay? Make it, make it edit, make, let people edit it all they want. Give them free reign. NBA 2K does a really good job of that. The stuff that people can do on 2K and, and MLB The Show with editing uniforms and editing arenas and stadiums and stuff like that, let them have fun. Let them do that. All right? There. Billion dollars in your pocket. 
So let's talk about Groundhog Day for a second. Today is Groundhog Day, and that crook Puxatawney Phil uh, in Pennsylvania saw his own shadow, and I had a few questions. He's a groundhog. He's an animal. Um, he is conscious. He feels he feels things, you know? He's a, he's a living creature on this earth. I don't get him. I don't know if there's anything necessarily to get, but I don't get him. Is this random animal in Pennsylvania that has so much power, and and he wields it with an iron fist? Yeah, there's like little, you know, I don't know, groundhogs in New York and this and that that also have their own claims as to what's going to happen with the weather. But we let Phil, a random thing in Pennsylvania, decide what's going to happen with the world. Don't like that. He holds too much power, and I don't understand how this creature can tell if he sees his shadow or not. Think about it like this. It's 5 in the morning, 6 in the morning, or whenever the sun comes up in in Pennsylvania. You're in the middle of the woods, uh, barely any sunlight, and they pull you out of your hole from a deep slumber, and they set you down on some random, I don't know, uh, desk. How is he supposed to notice a shadow? How how can they tell that a shadow comes off of this figure? There's no sunlight. Like, you have some artificial light pumped in, maybe. But how is he supposed to be able to see? And how do you know that he sees it and he's afraid? Or also, I know nothing about groundhogs. So, or yeah, he's a groundhog, right? Yeah, it's Groundhog Day. Yeah, I don't even know why I asked that. I don't know how he's supposed to know that he sees his shadow. I, that's just a weird question I have with him. That's just a weird thing. I, I don't get it. Um, my dad's walking through the house and he's saying what's up to me. Hopefully nobody picked up on that. That was funny. Um... You got any? Can you answer these questions about Puxatani Phil? You know anything about him? No. See, he's my dad's been on this earth sixty some years, and he still knows nothing about this groundhog. It's crazy. Nobody knows anything. He holds too much power. Uh, I think we need to get a new guy in there. I think it's soft. Portnoy sold after telling people to hold. Jordan Belfort's a crook. Uh, con artists don't buy into the hype. Make your money. Use it wisely. Go spend it on that new video game that's coming out. Uh, about the college football ea don't mess it up and uh in the meantime follow me on twitter and instagram figures underscore take care of yourselves and each other and have a great day folks see ya